$167,000. I'll settle for one dance with Domino. Can you play any other tune? Something we're making for the Americans. It's called a ghetto blaster. May I cut in? It's a charming tune. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Now, let me tell you some stuff. This is your buddy, Jared Albrecht, the art sale artist here. And here's the thing. After eight excellent episodes, our good friend, musician, and Bond author, Raymond Benson, decided to step away from the Bond Music 101 podcast series. But being the idiots that we are, his totally untalented and musically challenged co-host, myself, Jared, and of course, my partner here and best friend in life, Alan J. Porter of the Bond Lexicon Project, have decided to pick up the baton, or baton, as some people pronounce it. Correctly. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the first episode of Bond Music, Six of the Best. Now, Six of the Best will take a slightly different approach to the way we structure the show. So here are the things we're going to do. We will include a discussion of the movie theme, the main theme. For each show, me and Alan will alternate who takes the lead. The main host for the episode, which is Alan this time, gets first choice of their favorite three tracks from the selected soundtrack. And then the other guy, that's me, picks three from the remains. Hence, six of the best. See, we put some thought into this. And then the lead gets to pick an alternate bonus track. So each six of the best episode will actually bring you eight tracks. All right, it made sense when we (laughs) we wrote it down. Look, you you saw six in the title. You're getting eight, so don't complain. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I'm going to pass it over to Alan, if that made sense to anybody. But hey, Bond music's coming your way. Alan, what do you got for us tonight? So after that wonderful explanation, it, it did make sense at the time, didn't it? It did. I'm sure it did. <laughs> after a few more sips of this wine, maybe it'll start to make a bit more sense. Yeah, everybody okay. drink some wine. It'll all yeah. make sense. <laughs> We're going to brew bravely or stupidly kick off and pick up from where we left off with Raymond. So uh, with Raymond's last show, we did Diamonds of Forever. So that means that we're leaving the worlds of Connery behind and we're heading into the Roger Moore era with the soundtracks and a new era too, because there's no John Barry this time. So we're actually going to kick off with Roger's debut in uh, Live and Let Die. So as we said, we're going to start with the theme song and what a cracking theme song it is. It's one of my uh, all-time favorites. It's right up there. Some interesting stories. Again, thanks to John Burlingham's excellent The Music of James Bond that allowed us to sort of back up and read about some of the stories behind the scenes on the music. Interesting thing here is that, as we all know, this was Paul McCartney and Wings who did Live and Let Die. And this really came about because the guy who ran Harry Saltzman's side project music company used to work at Apple Records, apparently. Uh, A guy called Ron Cass, when they knew that Barry was not coming back to the Bond franchise at this time, they were looking for somebody else to do the music and needed a new song. It was Cass who basically reached out through his network and got in a hold of Paul McCartney and asked him if he'd like a shot at writing the theme for the next Bond film. There's a nice quote in Burlingame's book from Paul McCartney saying, if you're the kind of writer I am, it's always one of those little ambitions to do the Bond song. I like that, little ambition. 
Mm. The man's a genius. Apparently, he went and got the novel and read it through on a Saturday. Just speed read through the whole novel on on a Saturday. And then on Sunday, wrote one of the best Bond themes ever. So he was thinking about the title being Live and Let Die. And like, that's wrong. Shouldn't it be Live and Let Live? And that was the switch. And that was the sort of angle that he took with it. He came up with a demo. Linda McCartney came up with the midsection, the reggae style bit. And then he sort of decided to make a demo of the song and asked George Martin to go to his house where basically McCartney played it on the piano, described what he wanted for the orchestral bit in the middle, and George Martin went away and basically orchestrated it for 55 musicians for a demo, which is pretty damn cool. (laughs) So when they'd finished, they took it to the producers, and this is the classic story, which I'm sure many of you heard before, but basically they played it for Saltzman, who said he liked the song. It's a very nice record. I like the score. Now tell me, who do you think we should get to sing it? (laughs) Which apparently took George Martin a little aback. He was like, well, it's Paul McCartney. You know, this is probably the most lavishly produced demo disc they'd ever heard in their life. <laughs> and apparently Saltzman said, yeah, but do you think we can get Thelma Houston? <laughs> so basically it was the director who said, well, you know, I'm not particularly a fan of Paul McCartney, but I think we really should use Paul McCartney. And Saltzman was obviously completely clueless. So with having said all that, let's go and listen to what Harry Saltzman did not quite get. <laughs> well, you said I got a follow up question real quick. Sure. You said that guy worked at Apple Music. So he worked with Steve Jobs and those guys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do a little something for the outtakes. Really. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to sidetrack. You know why the Apple computer logo has a bite out of it? Go on, sir. It's to differentiate it from the Apple Records logo. Ah. because the Beatles were going to sue. Uh, so they changed it from it being an apple to an apple with a bite out of it to differentiate the two logos. Ah, see the things you learn here on, <laughs> on the podcast. Enough of my shenanigans. I will cue up your song, sir. Okay. When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give in and cry Say live and let die
A couple of interesting things. So, as we know, the song was actually used in the movie where it was sung by a lady singer called Brenda Arnu, or who was billed as BJ Arnu. Sang very well. Um, that was actually released as a single, but I don't think it did particularly well. Just reading Burlingham's book, the uh, thing that I didn't know was apparently originally they wanted the, the pop group The Fifth Dimension to be the on screen talent singing Live and Let Die. Hmm. Yeah, but um, apparently they uh, could never get the deal together. So um, they didn't perform the song or anything. Thing. Never performed it at the time or, or later, but uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure about the fifth dimension being in there. I don't think it would have quite fit the Harlem nightclub scene <laughs> quite as well. So, mention um, at the fillet of soul, soul, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing was, of course, the actual soundtrack album. They were trying to actually promote and sell the idea that the soundtrack album would be a Paul McCartney as composer, performer and producer album. But of course, that was not the case. It ended up being George Martin and a great job he did too. So actually, as we sort of go into the picks, we did a quick shuffle of the tarot cards and I ended up with the first round of picks from the soundtrack. My first track is not a George Martin track. It's actually, it already been recorded before Martin came on board. And it is the sort of traditional Jet New Orleans jazz funeral that we saw right at the beginning with the great scene of the funeral that turns into a celebration. I have a little story around this one. One of the reasons I chose it as my first track is I was actually lucky enough to be in New Orleans for work October 2018. And of course, the first thing I did after the hotel, even before I unpacked, was drop my bags and rush down and find Sudder's lamppost. <laughs> I had to stand there. Unfortunately, Filio Sol is no longer there. You can look right across the street where it would be. But yeah, I had to lean against the lamppost uh, and do that scene in my head. That's a dangerous but thing to do, man. <laughs> it is a dangerous thing to do. But the cool thing was walking back to the hotel about two blocks from where that lamppost this is a square and there was a wedding party going on the wedding party was walking down the street playing the second half the new second line part of this track so this track is just a closer walk with the which is the funeral part and then the jazz celebration is called new second line and this wedding party was walking down that street playing new second line so that was a really cool moment nice so we're going to start off with the new orleans scene just a closer walk with the slash new second line
Cool. Did you enjoy that? Oh, heck yeah. I was d- jumping around getting the high knees. I had the high <laughs> knees and the umbrella. I was yeah. going all in. Yeah, I could see you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were bumping away to that one. So. Great scene. Uh, as a kid, I remember being confused why the music picked up. I thought they were celebrating that they had killed that guy. And they were all so happy that they'd killed him. And it wasn't until I was older that I realized it's a very New Orleans thing to mourn and then celebrate the passing. I think the fact it happens just as they kill him is... (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice coincidence. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. So my second pick is actually just some source music. Pretty much when Bond is in his hotel after he's sort of seen Baron Samadhi for the first time. And it's sort of just jazzy source music. It's called San Monique on the LP. But in the movie, it's just source music. The reason I actually picked it is um, I just love the bass sound with this track. I think it's a really great bass. I actually think this is probably the most bass heavy of all the Bond soundtracks. And I love bass heavy music. I wouldn't say I played the bass. I owned a bass guitar for probably about <laughs> 10 years. Saying I played it would be stretching the truth somewhat. <laughs> but I do love bass driven music. So for me, this is just a great example of bass driven music of, of this soundtrack. So just spoke to me. That's why it's my choice with Sam Monique. Y'all turn that bass up. enjoy that heck yeah man that bass line was cool <laughs> like the trumpets uh, i assume they're trumpets they sounded like trumpets to me they were peppy and fun yeah great track yeah. man yeah great i love track. it it's just one of those background tracks but uh when i hear it on the album or the cd it's just yeah that's one that keeps going on replay as does my third pick when i think about live and let die there's really one thing that just springs to mind it's the boat chase 
famously, I believe the script just said, insert the world's best boat chase here. <laughs> they did a pretty good job. So, yeah, for me, Live and Let Die is really about the boat chase. And this particular track really just brings together Solitaire's theme, which we're going to hear in a little bit, plus the undertones of the Live and Let Die theme and really just shows or builds the excitement of the boat chase. Love the boat chase music. To me, that's what Live and Let Die is all about. So It but- is. One of my favorite things about the boat chase song, too, is you get a lot of boat chase before the music yeah. comes in. Just when you feel like I might be burned out on this boat chase. <laughs> Right, the music to it kind of extend the action. I love that part about it. Yeah, I mean, the, the boat chase track is, I don't know, it's just a couple of minutes in what is, I don't know, a 10-minute boat chase in the movie. <laughs> so uh, I've never actually timed it, but it feels sometimes it feels longer than that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just that two minutes at the end really just ramps up the tension and the excitement. I'd say yeah, having the top down in the car on a sunny day with that little track just turned all the way up to 11 is just like <laughs> Drive off into the river, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good stuff. I got to tell you, Alan, I've listened to this soundtrack, I don't know, 20, 30 times in my life. And this is the first time that I've ever noticed that there's a Here Comes the Bride bit in that track. Did you notice that? Yeah. This is the first time I ever noticed it, listening to it here with you. I guess because I'm like truly focused on the music at this point. But I was like, here comes the bride. And then I remember there was a wedding scene. Right. In the boat chase. <laughs> there is indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my first three picks. Great fun. I listened to that CD over and over again. And actually picking three was pretty difficult. You know, the New Orleans one, just a closer walk with the new second line. That was the obvious. That was the obvious first pick. But trying to pick two more was actually quite quite tricky but there was a reason for each of the picks and i'm i'm, I'm happy with the picks so uh, i hope you all enjoyed those and now i'm going to hand over the baton to jared <laughs> for his three picks 
Well, thank you very much. Now, see, unfortunately, I was like a small man of limited means who lost a fight with a chicken, so I ended up having to pick over these leftovers. But I still found some good stuff, like Alan just alluded to. Like, as I started going through and going, okay, what did he leave me with? I was like, oh, that's good. And that's good. And that's good. And I had a hard time picking through tracks. This soundtrack is just laced with wonderful, wonderful tracks. But I knew right away I was going to pounce on this first one that I've selected, which is Bond Meets Solitaire, which is track three from the cd whenever i think of this movie this is the track i think of well the movie score obviously you think of the paul mccartney song when you think of this movie but when i think of the score it's this one and if i'm not mistaken this is the one where they do the montage of him traveling and she's putting the cards down and he travels by water and comes with a gun yeah you know i, I don't remember all the lines but, <laughs> don't like you don't know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> close, close enough for government work. Close enough. But yeah, that part just always gets me. So well, let's give it a listen. I mean, what's not to like? It starts out with that smooth version of the Bond theme with a little funk behind it. And then you get the Solitaire's theme and you get Danger music. And it's just, it, this whole track just 
screams live and let die to me. What what do you think, Alan? As you mentioned, it's the montage bit. It always brings to mind just that montage of coming in, the tarot cards and the whole introduction. Very, very cool. And I like the way it's used throughout the rest of the movie too. And Solitaire being one of those characters that does have her own definite theme that is woven through. And as we said, you know, even the boat chase one we just played earlier could have almost, I know the completely different order, but it almost segued into that one because the boat chase ends with this theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, that and the live and let die theme itself really combined is is really the heart and soul i think of this soundtrack 100 percent, man 100 percent. yeah it's really cool that solitaire gets that theme and speaking of characters who have their own theme let's roll into my next pick which <laughs> is track number six it's the man who cannot die ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i mean how can we do a review of this score without playing the track baron samity's dance of death I mean, just listen to the title of that track, Baron Sanity's <laughs> Dance of Death. <laughs> and I guarantee you all of our listeners who are Bond savvy, which is probably most of you, are already playing the track in their heads right now. <laughs> so let me not delay and get this one going. yet to stay at a hotel that has a floor show like that but i would do one day wouldn't you wouldn't you love to be walking to your room and that seat walk right by that floor show i'll tell you what unfortunately this is podcast it's audio only what you guys couldn't see is alan was doing like the human spider thing running around (laughs) i was blowing flames out of my mouth we had a high production value but unfortunately we just now realize it's wasted on an audio only show but your flexibility was incredible man that spider walk was amazing But yeah, that's quite the floor show. And one of the things I like about the track a lot is it really says we are in the Caribbean islands. It's very Caribbean flavor with the 70s funk kind of behind it. And just enough dash to let you know you're watching a James Bond movie. What, What a great mix. Yeah, very cool. Now, speaking of getting the flavor of where you're going, I mean, you kind of hosed me a little with your first pick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not sorry. It's just not a closer at all. walk. Not really. <laughs> I've just been very British, apologizing for everything, but I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> Aha! I knew it! I cracked the code! <laughs> 
Well, his track of just a closer walk with the and the new second line is obviously very, very New Orleans. But I also wanted to pick a track off the score that had the New Orleans flavor to take us from the Caribbean back to Louisiana. So I picked track number 20 off the CD, which is simply called New Orleans. Let's give it a listen. I tell you, I, I went backwards and forwards on either San Monica, that one, with that bass line. <laughs> that track, dude. It's so yeah. much fun because it's like high energy, and then every time it slows down, it's so flipping smooth. It sounds like Isaac Hayes just jumped on the scene. Like, <laughs> do, do, and with those little flutes, do, do, you know. And, <laughs> so I lied a little bit. There wasn't a whole lot of New Orleans flavor in the track, <laughs> but it, they do go back to New Orleans during that portion of the movie. It's the name of the track, so we'll let you off. Yeah, well, I'll take a pass on it. But yeah, yeah th- definitely that first slow break with that bass guitar, which I know you love. 
Uh, Man, that gets me. And then the next slow break is slow parts, the smoothest parts. I love it. And with that, I think I'm out of tracks, Alan. I got to pass the baton back to you, sir. (laughs) Very cool. So now we've sort of picked our six of the best. It's time to uh, check out the front of the train for any stragglers and pick our bonus track. Something a little different this time, as it's my turn, I was sort of to pick the bonus track. I was uh, doing Jared's thing of scouring the darkest depths of the internet and came across a very different version, well, at least vocally, a very different version of Live and Let Die. So let's let's have a listen to this, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> when I first saw the script, I was like, what? <laughs> Let me get it going. Thank you. 
So yes, you did hear that correctly. That was a Gregorian choir chanting "Live and Let Die." How awesome is that? That's a sentence I never thought I would ever say in my life. Gregorian <laughs> choir doing a pondering. So what did you think of that version, Jared? Oh, like I said, when I saw you send that in the script, and it said it says, and I quote, "Gregorian chant choir version." I was like, "What the Hades has got me into now?" And I went and listened to it, and I am a sucker for truly original sound remixes or remakes, if you will. And so this one, I was just like, this is incredible. So much fun. The fact that they took it so seriously and did it so proper, amazing. It was a, a great, great selection, man. I'm glad you brought it. Yeah, I'm glad I found it. There were so many other versions. And if you actually want to hear how some other people tackle the iconic Bond theme, some very well, some not so well, and I recommend you do, we've actually put together a playlist of covers on YouTube. Just search for Bond Music, Six of the Best, and uh, you can find it there. And uh, we'll also put a link in the show notes to the playlist. Well, that will bring us to the end of the first episode of Bond Music, Six of the Best, which actually has a, I don't know, it made sense when we thought it up. <laughs> Oh, goodness. We hope you enjoyed this new format. If you got a question or a comment, you can email us at ohmspod at outlook.com or comment on Twitter at ohmspod. And don't forget to subscribe to Honor Majesty's Secret Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And if you can, while you're at it, leave us a rating and a review. That would be great. If you want to give us five stars, we'd love it. Or if you want to chat with us personally on social media, I can be found at Yard Sale Artist. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all at Yard Sale Artist. Alan. And you can find me at bond lexicon on twitter and james bond lexicon on instagram and tumblr also at alan j porter on twitter excellent and as always we will pass the baton to white rocket founder and ohms pod co-host van allen plexico to thank our generous patrons who support all of our white rocket endeavors all the shows we do here at the White Rocket Entertainment Network are presented to you commercial-free purely because we have such great folks who keep us on the air covering all of our expenses from equipment to podcast and web hosting, URLs, and everything else. Our current patrons include Matthew Flowers, Carl Von Drunker, Samuel Salvatore, and Christopher Burleson, along with Phil Amthor, Ben Spooner, Gary Grant, Wynn Carroll, Brian Gray, Winston Boddy, Willie Carden, Tom Anderson, Susan Trawick, Logan Chilton, Stephen Thompson, Chris Usher, Justin Bean, Steve Trawick, and Richard Stevens, Phil Davis, Joshua Corbett, John Atsuki, Preston Settle, Daniel Odom, AU Falling Up, Alchemist, Kevin Smith, Clarence Alford, Will Summerford, David Hegler, Robert J. Mendenhall, Johnny Caldwell, Theodore Gary, Reynolds Wolf, Joel Beckham, Valiant Hermes, Jacob and Robin Fleming, Clay Henson, Ann Kangian, Catherine England, George Gaston, John McCune, David Evers, Andrew Barber, Timothy, Steve Harlan, Dan Thompson, Wes Atkinson, Rich Reimer, Jared Albrick, William Glenn Matthews, and then there's Stephen Houston, Cato the Barner, Danny Flack, Papa Todd, Russell Milling, Kevin Kenoy, Don Ziederman, Ross, Lane Middleton, Shannon Butson, Randall Walker, Mickey B, Hugh Anderson, Shane Bailey, Mick Vigicana, Chris Thrash, Tony Perry, Alex Wynn, Josh Teal, David Simpson, Earl Ricks, Mike Finley, and C.T. Wayne. We're almost to the end because finally we have Jeremy Minton, Wardam Wade, Spanky, J.W. Rice, Jason Albrecht, Stephen Wyatt, Trevor Johnson, Auburn Elvis, Robert Drain, Brandon Smith, Royce Alvarez, Thomas Brinson, David Smiley, Matthew Wagstaff, Donnie Reynolds, Wade Carson, Ivor Evans, John Zavachin, Michael Morton, Lawrence Kane, 
Darren Pyle, Chris Camo, Ben Amos, Ruth and Darren Sutherland, Patrick Williams, Rob Morgan, Stephen Schuster, James Taylor, John Stubbs, Kenneth Brent Rains, Nicholas Craig, Joey Miller, Mark Squire, as well as Chris Brent Rumble, and our occasional donors such as Surfer Chickify and our great anonymous donors. We thank you all. We appreciate it. We couldn't do these shows without you. So thanks for joining us for this episode. And today's tracks were all from the 2002 remastered CD Live and Let Die soundtrack with bonus tracks. Just a reminder to support the Bond creative community and get your Bond music from legal sources and CDs. Um, No illegal downloads, please, folks. Just make sure that you do it all nice and legit. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will be back with six of the best from Man with the Golden Gun, where Jared actually gets to pick first, so God knows what we'll turn up with. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Ready to believe me. I know that's a dangerous precedent to set. (laughs) I got him right where I want him. I'll let you know. I'll give you a peek behind the curtain of what a moron I am, as if you didn't already know. John John McCartney? Paul McCartney. How the hell did that happen? Um, (laughs) Say live and let die. Skull face. Regular face. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've heard it before. (laughs) This ever-changing world in which we live in I still want to hear the Thelma Houston version. (laughs) Maybe you don't want to do the whole thing. I mean, maybe you could just do the first half of it or something like that. Oh, they're they're here in the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Fair enough.